welcome to Black Armada Tales, an actual play podcast. My name is Josh Fox, my pronouns are he, him, and I am your keeper tonight. Hello, I'm Becky Anderson, my pronouns are she, her, I'm going to be playing Gabby the Surge, and her pronouns are she, her as well. And my name's James Torrance, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm going to be playing Azure Wings, the last, whose pronouns are also he, him. Hi everyone, I'm Nick Bate. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. I'm playing the Viscount Greaves, who is the Shade, and also uses he, him pronouns. And I'm Sue Elliott. Um, my pronouns are she, her. I'll be playing August Nye the Found, whose pronouns are also she, her. Awesome, and tonight we're going to be playing Apocalypse Keys by Jamila R. Najadi. So, uh yeah moments ago uh, the viscount greaves and august knight were racing out of the hold of the boat to discover a gigantic insectoid monster lurching out of the greenery uh, on the island towards the boat uh, what do you do so i definitely have a plan here Okay. So, well, this 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 hinges on an interpretation of my powers question. <laughs> um, so, mechanically speaking, you know, I've got what's it called dimensional phasing. Now, for mechanical purposes, should one consider fa- folded into that the whole notion of phasing into the brains of things and taking control of them? My argument that it does rests on the principle that I gave up void spells and time control. It's a strong <laughs> argument. <laughs> Uh, no, that's absolutely fine. Um, you, you you may use it for these purposes. I don't see why not. Excellent. You may therefore have divined my plan, which cannot possibly go wrong. I think I have divined your plan, but why don't you say it anyway, in case anybody listening has not? Okay. Um, I uh, lie down at my host, Danforth's body, on the uh, deck of the ship uh, and phase out of his head, emerging in my true form, you know, azure, winged, uh, iridescent, Beautiful. Although, as we've as we've established, uh, I took a nasty knock to the wings uh, in uh, a cave of were they supernatural bats? It was something like that. So you know, I'm not at my best. I've probably got some kind of specially applied micro splint. Anyway, uh, wincing insofar as uh, an insect from space can wince. I am flying out and uh, with my uh, superhuman speed, uh, making a beeline for that thing's head. Uh, looks to me like you are... You're definitely going to be unleashing the dark at some point because you are enforcing your will on someone, right? That is the, your intention, is to... Um, I mean, my intention is to, you know, phase inside his head and uh, take control of his brain. Now, I mean, that that is enforcing your will on someone, although I'm not sure if that's how, how the rule... If, if, if you're doing something that is supernatural... Then is that a power through darkness? So powering through darkness is when you push the limits of your supernatural powers, straining to do the extraordinary or avert imminent danger. So I definitely think it could be that either. Uh, I don't know whether it's possible that you might have to roll both. Uh, That seems a bit probably not-ish to me. Let's have a look at what the conditions are if you do well. Uh, Unintended consequence, desperate position. So unleash the dark's very gen- generic, it seems to me. This 
I think Power Through Darkness looks more interesting. So, but go on, Nick. We can say something. Oh, I was going to ask if this was something that that Azure Wings is likely to find power wise easy, or if it's a yeah. Uh, no, no, this is definitely pushing the limits, right? I'm entering the brain of a giant monster that I've never encountered before and attempting to take control of it. That's hard, I'm going to say. Yeah, cool. Let's just roll that um, and worry about... I, I, I think possibly when you unleash the dark, you will also often be using your powers. Uh, but let's try Power Through Darkness for now. How many uh, darkness tokens are you going to spend? Uh, I will spend zero darkness tokens because I'm all out of darkness tokens. Really, I should have, you know, engaged in a bit of doomy chit chat to um, uh, darkness up beforehand, but uh, I've I've swept into action foolishly. Oh well, sod it, eh? I don't suppose one of your um, darkness token triggers is sweep into action foolishly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it isn't. I'm just gonna double check that. No, that is not my general vibe. Um, so yeah, I'm, you know, zoomed towards, um, it's, uh, terrible insectoid, vast insectoid forehead, um, hope that that's where the brain is, and, you know, shimmer in a million colours as I leave the normal dimensions of reality, uh, and, uh, gain the ability to pass through solid matter, and roll some dice. Uh, I have rolled a five. On a seven minus, the keeper will offer you something connected to what the darkness demands of you. Whether or not you take it, prepare for the worst. Oh, interesting. Now, you're what the darkness demands of you is to do with restoring your people and reenacting that ritual, isn't it? Yep. Cool. I, th I think we. So you're going to try and get into its head. Yep. Uh, but um, to no one's surprise but yours, the creature turns out to be psychically extraordinarily powerful. Um, however, it is also come out of the rift that connects to uh, your people, if you recall. Uh, the rift where we sealed the, uh, what was it, the Queen of Monsters? The Queen of Monsters, that's right. So, there is an opportunity here for you to connect via this creature to the Queen of Monsters, should you wish to. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's just uh, useful information at this point. Always open your brain. Particularly to the if Queen of Monsters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm very keen to hook up to the Queen of Monsters and see what's going on with her. She sounds like she's key to this mystery. Cool, nice. Uh, so let's see. Firstly, I think she should mark a condition as the psychic backlash from connecting to the Queen of Monsters ripples through your psyche. It's your choice what condition. Do you want to tell us what it is? Hmm. So my conditions are cornered, distant, merciless and despairing. And uh, do, do, do these have definitions? I'm, I'm guessing that they're different for everyone and that they don't have specific definitions. You are correct on both counts. Uh, let's go for distant, maybe a bit bland, but, you know, captures my spaced outness at this don't, point. Don't forget that you can earn darkness tokens for role-playing Ah, yes. Uh, condition. Thank you. So so have I, I've, I have physically phased into its head or have I just been overwhelmed by its psychic presence as I approach? Yeah, let's say you physically phase into its head. I think that's quite cool. Um... So you're stuck inside its head, connected to the uh, Queen of Monsters. And I think I'm going to ask you to roll to grasp keys, if that's okay, because I think there's a chance you will uncover a key in so doing. Sweet. Really should have loaded up on darkness tokens before doing this. You definitely should. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's not like you had a really long boat journey in which you could have just been doing that, <gasps> is it? Let, let, let that be a lesson to the rest of you. Can't you just spend five seconds now being distant? in character <laughs> it feels a bit cheap okay i'm gonna roll 
Uh, oh, it's an 11. Um, so good, good job I didn't spend any darkness tokens, really. Um, so... Oh, you uncover a key, but there's a significant complication cost of Fallout. Wow. Like it. Uh, okay, let's first let's have a look at the key. I'm just going to need my big list of keys for... Okay, uh, so here's what I'm going to say. You psychically connect with the, the Queen of Monsters. And you momentarily kind of sense what what she is sensing. It's like being trapped inside a spider web. Uh, a spider web, of course, that you were part responsible for weaving. And the strands of psychic energy that hold you slash her in place burn your mind and you twist and turn in torment at the the confinement but there's something more than that you can also sense a feeling of of tiredness of woe of despair as something is drawing energy away from you something that you your people did not put in place and you can see a vortex of of power that is kind of exiting the prison of the rift and heading you don't know how you know this but it is heading broadly in the direction of of where you are right now your uh, as your wings is physically located right now and you can sense that the power of the the queen of monsters and the power of the rift is flowing along this conduit towards something that must be using it for its own purposes. I think the queen senses your presence and you feel her consciousness coming to bear on you like a spider sat in a web and you are very much the little fly. And she says, I will have my revenge on your people. I will destroy you for what you have done to me. Come. I have such secrets that I can share with you. Come to my lair and we will see. And then I think the uh, the insectoid monster roars in anger at your intrusion into its head and physically rips you out of its head. Um, so it's got azure wings and its big insectoid claws. Excellent. I think uh, I saw a message in the chat saying you had an idea for something to do, Viscount Greaves. I sure did. So, so just moments ago, I was down in the engine room chatting with, with August, uh, come barreling up on deck and immediately see the body of Danforth laid out on the deck. Danforth, who I love dearly. And there's just a moment when, when I think that I have to rush to him. But no, there are more important things right now. And I told August I was going to the bridge. So I dashed to the bridge as fast as I can move in my clumping diving suit and um, smash open the door and take in the view through the, uh, through the bridge windows of, of this gigantic monster barreling towards us, grab a hold of something to steady myself. And, and I want to study the situation. I've, I've, got a, I've got a soul like a steel trap. I want to calmly assess what's happening, see if I can figure out what's coming next. Uh, so did you get some darkness tokens uh, i did in fact i um i got a couple last time for for asking august to do something and then i reacted with cold reason and logic rather than going with my heart and going to danforth so i'm sitting on four at the moment i'm going to spend two on this roll i think 
seems safe, but mm-hmm. I mean... Well, I just rolled a 12. So, <laughs> 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 so a total of 14. There's just fact. no controlling yeah. it. Uh, so, um, on an 11 plus, I ask one question from the list above, but I also come to a har- harrowing realisation about the situation. So you, the keeper, will ask me a difficult question that I must answer. Um, but before that, I want to know what weakness do I perceive? Yeah, just... Uh, remind me, everyone, of your powers. Uh, for me, it's necromancy and uh, machines powered by soul magic. Mine is angelic fury and beauty. Uh, I have got speed, flight, and dimensional phasing. Uh, mine's telepathy and mind blasts and ancient weapons of magic. I've brought quite the goodie bag with me, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this creature is being a rift monster is vulnerable to certain arcane weapons and even so those weapons will not make it a complete pushover but you perceive the joints of the creature are its weak points so if a if a suitable weapon which you're sure august would have in her goodie bag were to be wielded on those joints it would be it would it would even what is quite an uneven fight excellent that sounds terrifying for August. And the harrowing realisation. I really feel like a harrowing realisation in this context ought to be a key. So I might, at the risk of like overdoing it, do you want to grasp keys and see whether the harrowing realisation turns out to be a useful I key? Would, I would love to grasp keys. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn from my mistakes and I'm going to add one darkness token to this roll. Okay, I bet you're going to roll low now. I rolled a three for a total of four. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Don't forget, by the way, I mean, you keep rolling like way too far out to do this, but you can spend bonds to... um, So... Four. Lovely. (laughs) That went well. Um, I've still got a harrowing realisation coming, but um, on a seven minus, I find more than I was ready for. So I can mark ruin and uncover a key, but in doing so, reveal how I come closer to becoming a hub. A... Harbinger. Harbinger. Yeah, we uh, this, there was a whole oh, conversation really? about this on, on the <laughs> internet recently. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do a chore. I'm gonna mark room. Okay, so I think my question is, how is this monster connected to what you saw at the bottom of the ocean at that time? Ooh, it's a good one. So in a, in a flash of memory that I haven't felt for well hundreds of years, I suppose. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's a maybe it's a, a like a jarring moment um of of seeing this the same it's an insectoid monster right so i'm imagining these kind of kind of pointy chitinous legs and maybe i just have this 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 vision in a moment of that leg the same leg piercing the side of the submarine that i'm in and the water just gushing in so this very monster was there i think is the the harrowing realization okay excellent and i think the key that you get is that just as you are having that that harrowing realization you like you momentarily have a different memory and that memory is it's almost exactly the same scene but through a kind of a fog and a a uh, one of the instruments on your ship just starts blaring and you you see that you have you've you've run aground on some rocks like at the bottom of the sea and then as you as you perceive that memory you rip through it and uncover what you realize is the true memory that that that, that memory of the rocks is was was put there by someone else so that's the key the key is is the, the false, false memory, memory. Great. Yeah. 
but I mean, obviously the connection to the insect is still quite interesting. Great. Uh, terrifying. So that was very messy. Do you, uh, do you alert your, your comrades to the uh, realisation you just had about its weakness? Uh, I think no, not immediately. Uh, I think I'm swept away by the, the memory and probably the confusion that comes immediately afterwards as I'm trying to sort through the two. Uh, so I probably go very still on the bridge. Uh, I, I imagine there's crew who are probably panicking and trying to do things and this, this kind of hulking diving suit is just standing there staring at the insectoid monster. Cool, okay. August, what are you up to right now? August um, followed, um, wasn't far behind Greaves coming out of the engine room. But as she sort of reaches the external door, she I, I think it's fair to say that she senses the the psychic energy from what's happening with Azure Wings and I, I imagine I'm guessing there's the you know, there's a certain amount of shock waves, psychic shock waves coming from that that August that 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 August gets hit by and she wants none of it. She basically Instead of going through the door, she closes the door again and just sinks to her knees and kind of holds her bag, just hugs her bag and just has kind of a mini meltdown, just going, this is, this is too much. This is just, I'm, I can't, I, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> Aww. Um this is this is dark this is darkness tokens mining that I'm doing here. I'm <laughs> reacting with cowardice. Excellent. Good job. I love it. Cool. In that case, um Gabby, what about you? I am going to simultaneously mine darkness tokens and do something to make the situation worse. Okay. I feel like you may not realize the, that the situation is already quite bad. But go ahead. Well, you know, I I I feel like maybe there's a, a point where you can push it past into goodness again maybe just like go all the way around yeah okay so um so firstly i've decided i'm just going to take two darkness tokens for overwhelm because i am in love with azure wings i have seen him in his azure wings form for probably the first time in let's say a long time and he is stunningly beautiful i mean he's okay in danforth's skin but it's not the same as when he is set free in his natural form so i think there's firstly a sense of overwhelm of Oh, he's so lovely and I don't get to be with him and it's terrible. And then he flies off into this thing and now he's being attacked by it. So I think this is all pretty emotionally stirring for my character. So I'm going to take a couple of points of overwhelm. And then I think that the best way for me to react to this situation is by letting my darkness take over my will. Okay, are you torn between? Is that what's happening no, right now? that's not what's happening right now. I'm using my special move. Um, I'm using the Surge's special move. So my special move is on a knife's edge. When I give in to my true power in an effort to control it, um, and my gaining darkness tokens trigger is give in to my power, let it erase my will. Oh, I'm not trying to control it. Okay, so I'm just going to unleash the dark then, I think, because I don't, I wanted to erase my will so that I can get my darkness tokens. So in that case, I'm going to go for unleash the dark, but I have a variant on unleash the dark because I'm the surge, which is my darkness is never leashed. Like you're always angry. <laughs> I guess it is a bit like I'm always angry. That's my secret. The surge's secret is their darkness is never leashed. <laughs> right, so what difference does that make? Uh, it gives me extra options to, I can choose from even on a miss. So what are you actually trying to do? Let me just see. Oh, that's what, a good point. What am I actually trying to do? This isn't a... Uh, this is a make your move style game isn't it sorry i should have been clearer i'm completely overwhelmed at the sight of the absolutely divine and gorgeous azure wings in trouble and i'm going to unleash my angelic fury in an attempt to erase the insect from reality and make it 
drop him. Okay. Um, so uh, what does that look like? So I think that it looks like light, but the sort of light which is blinding, but not just blinding, the sort of light where if you were shutting your eyes in a dark room with goggles on, which were blackout goggles, you would still see the light in the inside of your brain. <laughs> that sort of light. Mm-hmm. This feels feels like the opposite of what Greaves is into. So I think when that, that light explodes, I'm just going to hit the deck. <laughs> All right, well, blast it with your angelic fury then. Right. So I, am un- I-, I thought that the right move to make in that case would be unleash the dark to enforce my will on somebody. And I suppose what I'm trying to do is to make this thing drop him and enforce my will on it that it is erased from reality. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, I'm going to spend, because I have two to spend, I'm going to spend one. But even on a miss, I get to do some stuff because, because I'm always angry. Let's go. Blow my dice, James. Thank you. Uh, I rolled an 11. Okay. <sighs> Which is super good, it's... right? <laughs> Don't forget those bonds. You oh, mean I yeah. should boost it to 13? Can... Oh, yeah, you can, no, you you can, can boost it down. You can you can... I know I can boost it down. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> May... I can only drop it by two, though. Oh, that would uh... be enough, wouldn't it? Well, if you got it to 11, did you say? Yeah. Or was it 11 plus 1? 11 plus 1. No, it was 11 because of my darkness tokens. Yeah, so you only need 1 to get it down to the oh, 8 to 10 range, which oh, is the... Of course, it's 8 to 10, isn't it? I was thinking it was not 7 to 9. You're absolutely right. Yeah, all right. I will. We are. We have kind of messed this up quite a lot so far, so maybe it would be better if we didn't. All right, I will spend I will spend a bond and drop it down to 1. Who, which Whose bond are you spending? Because my... you need to narrate a moment. I'm going to narrate... Uh, I'm, I'm going to spend one of my bonds with Azure Wings. And I think that is, I am trying to, I have become completely overwhelmed by him being in danger, right at the point at which I've been reminded just how flipping incredible he is. You know, arguably I didn't need to be reminded, but you know, there we are. Uh, and I think that the the um, the reaction within myself is I'd be so horrified because I'm quite scared of my powers and I don't really like leash, unleashing them in character, out of character, obviously I love it. And so I think that I will then retreat from my relationship with him and from my love for him because I, I'm scared of what this has brought out in me and where it may lead. And I am aware that, I mean, the, the reason why Azure Wings and I are not together, because we did have a relationship, if you recall, the reason why we're not together is because it nearly made me completely lose control of my powers and fall to the darkness. Okay, lovely. Uh, sort of lovely. Um, totally, so totally it says, lovely. So you get to choose two, it says here, but I don't know if that's different on your... My thing says that when you unleash the dark, you can also choose one from the below list, even on a miss. So I basically get to choose... Right, so you get to choose two from the normal list and one from the, from the below list. Two from the normal list, list and one from the below li- from my list. So I'll do the normal list first. Um, just so you understand, by the way, conditions are like hit points in this game. So if you want to hurt it, it's conditions you want. Jolly good. I will get what I want from them, which is azure wings yep i will avoid reprisals harm or cost because i feel like things are complicated enough right now and then i will go to my other list oh gosh that's a good list i'm going to tell you all of them and uh just for interest and and then i'll pick so i can do four things i can weaken them for now i can force them to retreat 
for now. I can corrupt an aspect of their power for now, or they will tell me more than they wanted to. I'm going to force them to retreat for now. Cool. I think that's a good move. Um, so it releases Azure Rings and bellowing in fear and confusion, it falls back into the jungle. And I think, it, yeah, it goes kind of quiet. Okay, I, I, I start fluttering back towards Danforth's body in a kind of, you know, drunken zigzag. I will turn away and not look at Azure Wings as he returns. Who who discovers August in the stairwell uh, having a panic attack? I think I think it might be me, and I think the reason it might be me is because I probably come out maybe come out of the bridge as as your Wings is arriving back and 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 retaking possession of Danforth's body, and for for entirely different reasons to Gabby, that's something that I'd really rather not think about. So I'll turn away and go to clump below deck where there's no chance that I will accidentally run into Danforth slash as your wings in this moment. And so I'll probably open the door and, and see see August. It's it's gone, hasn't it? Yes. It was it was Gabby. Of course it was. She's so bright. There's something I need to tell you. Uh um sure. Okay. Your bag there, your weapons, your equipment. You can hurt them. I I know that. I... No, I mean, I mean, you can really hurt them. Okay. Um... There's something in there, in that kit of yours. It's exactly the right tool. I'm sure of it. Oh, so I, I don't have to, I don't have to use. Oh no, 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 no. The bag, your, your, your equipment. Oh, okay. Oh well, well, let me, let me show you what I brought. I brought all the best ones. August, August, um, opens up her bag and starts pulling out various bits of paraphernalia. Um, there's, um, if anyone wants to chip in with a few items, that would be cool. Um, I think there's like, uh, some kind of druidic sickle in there that's basically so thin it's invisible if you turn it at the wrong angle. I think there's some chains, a length of chains, but that don't make any noise whatsoever. What else is there? Is it different stuff each time? Do you have a whole (laughs) arsenal back at... Yeah, I think I, I make an educated guess <laughs> at, um, at division, and then uh, yeah, take a take a few bits. There's a fist-sized translucent green pyramid. <laughs> it's not at all apparent what it does to the naked eye. August is holding things up and seeing how seeing how uh, Greaves reacts. This this one's this one's great. Have you had a go on this yet? You really should. It's really fun. Does it look sharp? <laughs> So I think uh, between the two of you, you can work out which item it must be that does the job. And I think I should ask August, what's the item? You, you actually pipped me to the post by like 30 seconds. Not even. <laughs> <laughs> August pulls out, somehow pulls out a spear from the bag, Mary <laughs> Poppins style. Nice. <laughs> and weighs it, just feels the weight of it in her hands. Greaves is nodding. Probably the whole upper part of his suit, kind of backwards and forwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see August visibly relax and smile back at Greaves and just steals herself a little bit, <laughs> holding this spear. And I'll stand to the side insofar as I can in these corridors and, and gesture out to open space. Very good. Um, I want to get onto the, like, the briefing for this uh, scenario, but uh, I am conscious also that Azure Wings has just flown back and 
there might be an interaction with uh, Gabby, or there might not. Uh, yeah, so initially I'm like just lying on the deck in Danforth's body now, um, muttering things like the terrible spider web of her mind, the awful power of the rift, to nobody in particular. <laughs> Do you react at all to this, Gabby? Or, um... No, I, um, I think I hear it. I think I'm nearby, but I think that I am... Um, I'm trying to distance myself at this point a little. Cool. So we maybe see um, Gabby kind of looking away or something. Out across the gloomy ski- uh, seas and darkened skies. Great. Okay. Let us uh, roll time forward a, a very small amount to the boat's arrival at the quay uh, where you will be met. So you are met by Commander Fletcher Payne. It's, he is this massive guy um, covered in what appears to be like actually biological armour plating of some kind. And what little you can see of his dark skin is scarred. He wears an eye patch with a rune inscribed on it. And you later notice that he walks with a slight limp. Um, he strides up to you and holds out his hand to shake. Uh, for this show is set in the before times and it's okay for you to shake his hand. <laughs> I'd like to invite somebody to to not notice that I'm going to shake that hand and take the opportunity ahead of me. I'll take the opportunity. And I'll feel ignored or unimportant. I am feeling bold and like I want to remember why humans are good. Right, so what just happened? That was the, the way you phrased it was confusing to me. Which one of us? Any of you? What, what, what <laughs> one of my one of my triggers for darkness tokens is feel ignored or unimportant. Okay, so Gabby gets in and shakes his hand before you. Is that? Yeah, I'm going to kind of to aid aid Viscount Greaves scooping up those darkness tokens. I will leap in first and make him feel ignored and unimportant. Great. Okay. Welcome. I'm Commander Payne. I command the mechanised youth squad of tactical eschatological research, investigation and operations, a branch of United Security. <laughs> you may find it simpler to refer to it as mysterious. Oh, God, that was amazing. Indeed. So uh, sorry, Josh, I missed that. Could you just say it one more time? <laughs> <laughs> this time faster. I, I will kill you. Oh, I've got some questions here for you um, at this point. Uh, I don't know why they're at this point, but they are. So, Gabby. Yes. Uh, Fletcher Payne was the very first teen to pilot a Halimore. Halimore's the name for the, the relatively friendly monsters that you can pilot on this island. Uh, but his mutation ended his piloting career. You were there during their last mission. What did Payne protect you from? And why are you the only one who knows about their mutation? Payne's mutation. Mm. Oh, good question. So that means I've been here before. So I it would appear I so. need to make up some stuff about the monsters then. Stand, okay. stand back, GM. I'm standing back. Good, good. Put down my protective visor. Are you sitting down as well? I think I'll stay standing. Okay. It's fine. I can take it. So I'm going to go with a sort of Tyranid-type looking monster because... I do love myself a little bit of Aliens Geiger Warhammer 40k. They just look so cool. And instead of having blood like acid, like the aliens do, their blood causes mutations. 
I think eventually mm. if you get enough on you or in you, it mutates you into one of them and mm. turns you, it rewrites your DNA until you become um, one of the insectoid monsters. Well, now you tell me after I dived into its brain. Well, where would be the fun if I told you before? Is this a specific monster though, right? It's not necessarily the one you just encountered. No, in my mind, uh, and since the GM asked me a question, that I am now in control of this narrative. That's how I read it anyway. Um, In my mind, the insect that um, went for you looked like a, a normal sort of insect that you would see in this world the earth but just made very very large like a sort of a giant woodlouse you know a bit like an arthropleura or something of that sort of order of magnitude but something that's sort of recognizably of this earth what i'm hearing is it was perfectly safe for me to drive into that one yeah yeah, if you like well i mean i i don't know what that monster might have done to you i will leave that up to josh but it would be a shame if it had done absolutely nothing the monster I'm talking about looks more like a Tyranid or a Geiger-type alien, so it's sort of smoother and weirder and definitely looks like it's not from this earth just blown up big. And I think that some of its blood... Uh, there was a there was a big fight, some of its blood came out in an almighty spray and pain put himself and his monster in between me and the spray. His monster took most of the spray, but he got some of it. So maybe a part of his body, which is maybe hidden under his armour, is now... Well, if I say Tyranids, are we going to get this podcast sort of slam for IP infringement? All smooth and chitinous and weirdly alien. It's okay. Um, you're talking about the tear. Anids. <laughs> yeah, it's just that it's easier to say it as Tyranids. Come on, have a go. If you think you're hard enough games workshop, you can't take us down. <laughs> I should think they can. I surrender. There is a small risk that Gav thought might listen to this, I suppose. <laughs> We're sorry, Gav. Don't yeah. let us. He got its blood on him and it rewrote some of his DNA. We managed to stop it before he completely turned him into an alien. Um, I... Th- but it has that rewriting of his DNA destroyed his connection with his monster, which was, let's face it, probably in a pretty bad state already because I've just narrated that it's got so much of this other thing's blood in it that's probably turned into one of them by now. Okay. Is that okay? So, Have I gone too far? No, that's perfect. Um, so you, you're the only one who knows about the mutation. Presumably the answer to why you're the only one who, who knows is because he hasn't told anybody and neither have you. Yes. Cool. August, you helped train one of the teen pilots here who are they and why do you worry for them i think i trained uh well august trained um just uh, just this nice kid called peter a very innocent kid i mean he wasn't that much younger than me but he just seemed a lot younger just um you know in his manner and he he really uh, pushed the the connection too far. So the the this is meant to be a kind of it's not meant to be a twenty four seven type thing. But he would consistently just be um, psychically connected for days on end. It was becoming kind almost like an addiction for him, and I feel like I don't I don't know what. Would, what will happen but I do know it will be very bad 
if he continues down that down that road. Cool. Because it strikes me that in asking these questions, I've made our initial briefing with um, Briggs in London look totally <laughs> ridiculous. I don't care. Listener, I don't care. You you will notice inconsistencies. You know why? Because we're making this shit up as we go. It's absolutely fine. That's that's my that's my questions anyway. So Commander Payne leads you a short way through the jungle along a cleared path from the quay to one of them big doors in the uh, side of a mountain type thing that uh, leads into a massive underground complex. You he leads you. Does it have an incredibly cool name like the Shadow Dome? No, it's just Mysterious HQ. But not that's, not that's a enough. mysterious HQ. It's the mysterious <laughs> HQ. <laughs> I think that counts. He leads you down a pretty straight corridor to a lift that takes you deep into the bowels of the earth. But you can see, you know, there's people walking along the corridors. There's the side doors. It's it's a pretty big place. There must be more to explore here. Um, but you come straight out into what looks to be the heart of the place, exiting the lift you enter an area that's sort of like a cross between the bridge of the Starship Enterprise and the um, headquarters in Minority Report. It's got kind of all virtual displays and things that uh, people are moving bits of information around with their hands and so forth. I'm sorry, Josh, I have to, I have to ask, which Enterprise? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking next generation, to be honest. Um so D. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, you know, this is the sort of thing that would go great in an appendix, some sort of uh, some sort of J.R. Tolkien type uh, document, <laughs> unnecessary detail. I'll, I'll start preparing it now. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. So you, um, this this whole area, it, it overlooks on one side. It's open to a massive hangar area below which is an absolute hive of activity there's people moving around carrying stuff climbing on um scaffolding around things uh, looking at clipboards the whole nine yards there are a number of huge vats of amber liquid in which you can see the murky forms of what you take to be the halimore and the vats are surrounded by um, machinery uh, as well and right in the center is this enormous apparatus at the heart of which is a literal heart a giant beating heart so you take all of that in in a matter of seconds while commander Payne introduces you welcome to mysterious hq uh, ladies and gentlemen i would like to tell you a bit more about the uh, issue we've called you in to resolve thank you for listening to black armada tales We've been playing Apocalypse Keys by Jamila Arnajadi. If you'd like to find out more about Apocalypse Keys, check out evilhat.com slash home slash apocalypse hyphen keys. Or check out the show notes where you'll find that link together with links to our stuff. See you next time. Pause while we wait for James to come back. Do you think? I could do the bio break. In the context of okay. giant, uh, stumpy, horrible, chitinous monsters, bio break takes on a kind of sinister. <laughs>